Welcome to my canning cellar, where I don't tell you how to can, but rather I tell you how I can. I do lots of research on trusted sites, like the National Center for Home Food Preservation, and I'll put the link to that in the show description. I also spend a lot of time on Facebook groups, and then I do my canning based on what best makes me feel confident in the integrity of the canning. Hopefully Stella, our new 13-week-old puppy, decides to nap right now, but I can't promise you won't hear her in the background. So today I want to welcome a special guest. So guest, will you introduce yourself? My name's Evelyn and my age is 10. And how do you know me, Evelyn? You're my Grammy. Now, Evelyn's been around for some of my canning sessions, and she knows that she can go down into my canning cellar whenever she wants something. Evelyn, are there any foods I've canned that you've especially liked? Uh, Mac and cheese, your meatloaf, and your jams, some of them. Are there any that you don't like? Um, The oranges, and... There was a kind of jam you were, jelly you were talking about you didn't like. Uh, It was the root beer jam. So our friend Nancy generously picked and gifted us four pounds of blueberries. Evelyn plans on entering jam at the fair this year. Last year she won a blue ribbon for her raspberry jam. So I measured the blueberries out into two bags of six cups each, and I froze them until she and I were able to do some canning. I looked at the recipe I was going to follow, so I knew how many to put in each bag. So what Evelyn and I used for equipment was my Presto digital canner, a strainer, a Dutch oven pot, an old-fashioned handheld potato masher, the kind with the square holes, a wooden spoon, a four-cup measure cup, a half-cup measure cup, my canning funnel, pot holders, a lint-free dishcloth, a dish towel, and a jar lifter. What we used for ingredients were the blueberries, sugar, a box of powdered pectin, and a pat of butter. Oh, we used four cups of sugar. The morning that we canned, we let the two bags of berries thaw out separately in strainers to get rid of the little bit of water from being frozen. We were making two batches of jam, and we made each one separately, as research shows us that doubling a jam or jelly recipe can often lead to canning failure. I personally have never tried that, so I can't say by experience. We used the directions that came with the Sure Gel brand pectin. So besides the pectin and the blueberries, we used the four cups of sugar and a pat of butter. Ellen, do you remember why we put a pat of butter in? It keeps it from getting a lot of foam on top. And what do we do with the foam? We scoop it off into a little, like, bowl or something. Yeah, and do we eat it or do we throw it away? We eat it. Because there's nothing wrong with the foam. Basically, the foam just takes up too much room that can be used for the jelly, especially if you're going to be showing it at the fair. We don't want to have the foam mixed in with the jelly. But you do not need to throw away the foam. We save it for taste testing. Well, we didn't have a lot of foam, so we couldn't taste test it. You're right. It was a little bit of a bummer, but it did save us some work. So, Evelyn, do you remember the first thing that we did with the blueberries? Yes, we rinsed the blueberries good. And what else did we do? We just made sure there was no stems attached. So Evelyn used the potato masher to smash the berries in the Dutch oven pot. The reason why we used the potato masher is because we didn't want it to be too... I forgot. Not too liquidy. Yeah. And because it's a jam, what do we like to have in it? 
Um, a little bit of chunks of blueberries. Yep. And then you added the pat of butter. And then what did you do with the pectin? We sprinkled it and not dumped it all like at once because it'll just do chunks and it will just be too much work trying to get it all out. Right. And we like to work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So then you mixed it all together with a wooden spoon and it all came to a rolling boil. Do you remember what a rolling boil is? It's when you cannot like... Um, stir it the bub like the bubbles down, and it just keeps going and going. Yep. And then at that point, then remember you added the four cups of sugar, and then you were stirring and mixing it, and then we let it come back to the rolling boil, and you let that boil for one minute, and we put a thermometer in it because we wanted to make sure it came up to at least two hundred twenty degrees Fahrenheit. 220 degrees Fahrenheit is the temp at which it needs to get to to make it set well. Because we were using the digital canner, Evelyn already had her 8-ounce jelly jars warmed up in the canner. So at this point, I took each one out, and because the jam was 220 degrees, I handled the jar filling. I used the half-cup measure cup to fill the jars, and I used my canning funnel. Then I wiped each rim off with a lint-free washcloth that I had continually rinsed in hot water. I put the lids on, and I finger-tightened the rings. One jelly jar was a drinking jar with the plastic cover, so I filled that one and set it aside for Ellen to take home to put in her fridge. Jams and jellies do not need to be processed if you're going to put them in your fridge and use them right off. The jam processed for 10 minutes on the water bath cycle. Then after the first batch was done, I removed the canner cover. I let it sit for 5 minutes just to let the jars simmer down a bit. Then I removed them using the jar lifter and I set them on a dish towel. Evelyn, do you remember why we always set the hot jars on a dish towel and not right onto a table? Because when you put hot jars on a cold surface, it will just, like, shatter and break. It could, yes, and we don't want that to happen with all our hard work. Yes. Plus, it's kind of costly, you know, the sugar and the ingredients to make mm -hmm. a jam. So, uh, Evelyn's batch was processing. I had my batch cooking. So, I was able to put the second batch in fairly quickly after hers was done. Now... I hadn't told Evelyn this part yet, but when I pulled her jars out, I noticed that one of the rings wasn't on a jar the correct way. This remembered that that jar was an odd jar that I had meant to take out of rotation, just because of that. The lids fit fine, but the rings don't fit. So I put the contents of that jar into a regular jelly jar, and I put a clean lid and a ring on, and I processed that with my batch. Each batch gave us six 8-ounce jars. So, Evelyn, is there anything else that you'd like to try canning? You've done the raspberry jam, and you've done the blueberry jam. I would like to can the some of my homemade cake. That would be interesting. I know a lot of people do it. I've never done it, but I guess we could always try. Yeah. I know Aunt Diane has tried. She did cherry cheesecake recently. So work? we should talk to her about how it came out. Evelyn, have you tried the blueberry jam yet? Yes, I tried it um, for a PB&J and some toast. And how was it? It was great. Awesome. It. So it's something we'll make again, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. So, Evelyn, thank you so much for coming to visit my canning cellar. And I want to thank all of you for visiting my canning cellar. Talk soon. Stay safe. <laughs>